This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. And with Riyadh, he is the Vice President of uh, International Ministry and Operations with Voice of the Martyrs Canada. Now, David, I just want you to say hi, first of all. Hey, Mark. Hi, David. Yeah, it's great to be on. And I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the story of Riyadh. Now, Riyadh, in episode one, which you definitely want to go back and listen to if you didn't listen to it first, uh, Riyadh talks about how he came to know Christ. It was an amazing story about how he was led to the Middle East. He was able to ask some questions. He came to uh, interact with some believers there and was able to find Jesus. And then he begins a broadcasting ministry, and that broadcasting ministry brought about some persecution. Now, Riyadh, first of all, I I want you to tell us a little bit about the persecution that you faced when you started doing this broadcast ministry in France. Thank you again. You're having me, and uh, we're going to continue what we uh, shared in the previous episode. So, you know, the history of the Christian faith has been a history of persecution and suffering. Right. So, yeah. example, I included the suffering of Jesus, his early followers, and uh, the present-day persecution of millions of Christians uh, around the world. Right. And our God is not indifferent to the to the pain and persecution of his people so the question right. then became what our god has revealed about himself in the area of suffering myself i i i i go through that i was in france when i started broadcast as i mentioned i do evangelism in the, the street with the uh, north african people they live in south france so in that time also, I let's say in that way, but I think God have plan. I live with the area with the Muslim area. The organization that I work in that time, they warning me, be careful, don't be with them, but you can do, do evangelism, but we never know what's going to happen. So anyway, they found right, right. So they come to my house and they start death threat, serious death threat through letters. Mm. Through the phone code, I saw many things in front of my house. Uh, so anyway, c- uh, can you imagine the scenario in that time? The police, he said, are going to protect you. But <laughs> as wow. Christian and, uh, you know, evangelism, can you imagine police around you? That doesn't make any sense. So in that right. time, uh, our organization and also we work with people uh, almost 25 nationality and we have really a big center media so we decided with wise way i'm gonna lift the the country and right. god bring me to canada so uh, oh there you go yeah from that time and uh, connected with the voice of the martyr my heart to serve my people persecution around the world now now Riyadh, i One is, I'm just so inspired, brother, that to think about historically, you do the first broadcast, you know, in Arabic there to your country. Um, I mean, wow. You know, in history, brother, you're going to be known in heaven. I mean, I honor that. And what a blessing of saying people free. Uh, But two is where I want you to just comment on, you know, here it is. You're sharing good news. I mean, literally, God loves us, the, the gospel. Christ died for us, our forgiveness of sins. But yet here you're getting death threats. Threats. It's a threat. Mm. Can you just comment real quickly what you've discovered in the heart of the North Africans, the heart of man, you know, the, the biblical leadership and wisdom God's given to you? What is it that's so threatening about the gospel? 
Yeah, it's a good question. God, God invited uh, us and his people to accomplish his purpose of restoring a world uh, in rebellion uh, to his creator. God is concerned that his people know how, we, how to fulfill his purpose. And he has given specific revelation uh, to the, of uh, the subject in the scripture. He's expect us as leaders to equip his people to do this. So persecution, uh, when we heard the first time the word persecution, I feel like, you know, when the Holy Spirit worked through that, it doesn't mean the circumstances, doesn't mean people, they're going to kill us. For me, all the time when I feel I'm persecution, and at that time it's happened with me, right away in my mind, I need to discuss I need to have interfaith with these people. I need to clarify something with, uh, with these people. But, you know, it's not about me. Also, I work with people. I work with brothers and sisters. So uh, God opened the door to, to be with our brother and sister persecuted, to equip them, to be with them. And also God put it in my uh, gift that we give me also to teach so our ex right so yeah. so real tell, tell us a little bit about about your teaching ministry now you were telling me before the show that uh you speak a number of languages uh you deal with people in uh, multiple different kinds of people groups and that you teach a class on the theology of persecution yeah i think it's a it's a good question to ask you know how what is a theology of persecution and and how do we how do we grapple with the fact that you know there are people making death threats against you but i also see that we are up against a break so uh, when we get back from this break i want to come back i want to talk a little bit about your teaching ministry and about some of the other things you're doing with voice of the martyrs canada we'll be right back at risk radio can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. I'm also online with Riyadh. Riyadh is the Vice President of Operations and of international ministry at Voice of the Martyrs Canada. Now, uh, Riyadh, here's the question I have. You are a, you teach theology, you teach some classes for, for VOM Canada, and one of the classes you teach is on the theology of persecution. It's a course on it. And so my question to you is this. Now, you step out, you come to faith in Christ, you're ministering for Christ in France, and people are knocking down your door. They're threatening you with death. The police won't do anything about it. You're fleeing for your life. How do you deal with that as a Christian? How how do you explain to people that God is a good and loving God, and yet he allows this kind of severe persecution in the lives of his people? 
You know, God is amazing. And God, when you equip us, sometimes we don't understand why. For many years, uh, my heart to teach, especially when I joined my, uh, the Voice of the Martyrs Canada, mm-hmm. uh, our ex-CEO uh, is with the Lord now. His name Glenn Pinner. He have course about in the shadow of the cross. So right away, I share with my uh, recently CEO of the uh, how how do you think we adopted this course and from to French and to Arabic? He said, "Go ahead. I don't have problem with that." So anyway, because I uh, put this course adapted through the context of uh, Arab and French speaker, right? So. I adopted this course, I developed uh, this course, The Theology of Persecution, and you know, uh, this biblical theology of persecution and discipleship uh, was born uh, out of deep desire to help prepare the church uh, for an persecution. Uh, God concerned that his people know how to fulfill his purpose in the world hostile to the gospel. Uh, reading the scripture, we discover uh, that the Bible is full of examples, uh, explanations, and instruction of uh, ministry in the, in the minds of opposition and uh, persecution. As part of persecution by myself, it's helped a lot when I talk with my brother and sister and equip them how faces persecution. Uh, we understand persecution also is part in our faith. So to be ready, we are not aware. Leader, uh, our pastor from Algeria, he, all the time he told me, you know, Riyadh, when we face persecution, we are very happy, we are very excited because God opened many opportunities to witness them. So how God is amazing and, uh, you know, suffering equipment us and all the time uh, the verses uh, 2 Timothy uh, 2 2 uh, inspire me about the teaching and sharing. Riyadh, uh, you're really hitting on something unique, I think, by the American context of, again, that believer sharing with you the joy, uh, yeah. the happy, you know, in persecution. Yeah. Really talk more about that. Can you share even another story? What's the process of, you know, Muslims in North Africa coming to Christ? Do they immediately have that joy? Do they learn that joy? I mean, what have you seen? That's that's foreign. I mean, help the American audience, uh, you know, go a little deeper with that. You know, all the time we keep in our mind, discipleship, it's very important when anybody came to the Christ. Why? Because if you don't prepare our people to face, to understand biblical context, that's make maybe a challenge for our people. I remember at that time when we talk about persecution, when I contact people, especially from North Africa at that mm-hmm. time, I remember very well. Some of them, they are not ready. Some of them, they shake their faith. Some of them, they go back to, to their uh, ex-faith in Islam. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they are not really curious to face their faith. Uh, 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 among the society, among their family. Some of them, they compromise their faith. So all the, uh, this is why me and others, leaders and pastors at that time, God put it in our heart to teach our people to face the persecution. And when I, in my position now, when I go uh, teach uh, North African and uh, Middle East and uh, uh, with the French speaker all the time, I prepare and God help me to prepare our people how to face persecution, biblical and also 
how about our situation? Because, you know, every country is different from another. So in our society, how we can take advantage about many law that exist in our country, about freedom, about religion freedom, about uh, any kind. So in reality, as Christian does exist, how we can find it ourselves? How we challenge uh, these people that are different in their faith about the interfaith, for example, about uh, dialect. And something that's happening actually in North Africa, in Tunisia, for example, now we can hear about interfaith with Muslim, with Sunnit uh, and Shi'id, with atheists, with Judaism. In Morocco also they start something uh, called Tansikiya, uh, that's mean, let, let me uh, uh, translate the word Tansikiya. That's mean like uh, how can collaborate together, how can listen to each other, and they start something like this because you know, if we keep ourselves afraid about the uh, other, he's different about his faith. Satan he gonna uh, uh, really uh, put it many uh, closed door and door uh, in the well, front of us. Riyad, you you're hitting on some great points there. And again, I it's not surprising to me that you're developing relationships across the board because you you radiate the love of Jesus and you're kind and bringing that love to others. And certainly, it's one of our you know our, our enemy is fear, uh, fear of each other and a misunderstanding. So praise God for that. And you know, with just a little few minutes uh, left, we're near the end here. I know that your outreach is you, you have the credibility because you're laying your life down. You're going to the persecuted nations more than just the Islamic world. You just uh, this last year had an adventure with Russell in Latin America, and just with a little bit we have left. Do you want to just comment on even what you saw with the work down there in Latin America and getting the Bibles out to Venezuela yeah. and in Colombia? Go ahead. Yeah. You know, when I uh, I met uh, my brother, my dear friend, my, uh, Russell, at that time, and we told Maria, come visit us in uh, uh, South America. I said, man, okay. He said, Ria, listen, just we learn together. And, and really, it's amazing experience when I saw this nation uh, from different, uh, you know, and different culture and uh, how they teach me. And I learned a lot, a lot. I never forgot the day when I was with my brother Russell, uh, with Lee. And I can see the need financial. I can see the need uh, for daily life. And when they start ask, brother, please, we need to send us more Bible and Bibles. We need to share our people. Believe me, I start to cry. I saw these people, they have many needs financial, but none of them ask for any need of that. Right away, they ask me about the Bible. We need Bible, please help us, provide us the Bible. We need to reach our people. And really, it's amazing, and it's very encouraging, and really you remind me, my brother uh, David, about uh, Russell. We keep praying for him. He did an amazing work, ministry there among the First Nation, let's say, or indigenous people there. Yeah, well, one of our big projects right now is to raise money for Bibles for Venezuela. There is a huge open door in Venezuela right now. Biblesforvenezuela.com is our site for that particular project. And uh, right now, as the last time I looked, David, we were just approaching a half a million Bibles. We were able to get into Venezuela, and that number grows uh, every day. Hey, we want to encourage you to step out and becoming a better leader 
in the kingdom of God. And one tool that we give is the SOM newsletter. That tool gives you some resources to be able to pray for those who are in need to understand uh, the needs of the persecuted church, to understand how you can pray for people who are stepping out in very hostile areas and doing something that is as radical as a baptism. And then we get to see some some pictures of, of Bibles getting out to people, of church planners getting trained, of people being sent out uh, for the gospel. You can sign up for that newsletter at atriskradio.com or at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Also, you can... Lastly, At Risk Radio and SOM International are crowdfunded ministries. We're supported when you sign up to be a monthly donor, and those donations go out to those who are risking much for Jesus. Also, you can buy books in our new bookstore, SOMBookstore.com. Many of those titles were written by people who are serving in the persecuted church, and their stories about those who are risking much for Jesus. You can pick up those books at SOMBookstore.com. David, one last thing. Riyadh, do you want to, yeah, you want to just mention um, where the people can get Glenn Pinner's uh, book. I, I've met him in the past. His book is excellent. Do you just want to mention you guys' website um, and where people can get that? Yeah, sure. We can find it actually in his book uh, in vomcanada.com. Uh, we can find it in the book and we can... Uh, ask this book and also we are in procedure now to translate the book in Arabic and in French so that will be also available so anybody gonna ask about the, in the shadow of us a public persecution and discipleship Glenn uh, Pina. all right well Riyadh thank you for being our guest on the show today until next time my name is Mark Stafford and this has been at risk radio You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.